Welcome to Intrepid Heroes. I'm your GM, Ron. And I'm Scott. I'm playing Raz, the Skittermander Envoy. I'm Mark. I'm playing Julakashti, a Vesk soldier. I'm Stephanie, and I'm playing a Solarian, Koholo. I'm Rob, and I'm playing Whiskey, a Yusoki mystic. And I'm John. I'm playing a tiefling operative named Murdochs. And now, on to the episode. All right, welcome everybody to the Blind City. Uh, we're starting the fourth adventure in the Dawn of Flame adventure path. Um, I am jumping in because I wrote it, and so it would do very, very poorly for me to try to pretend like I had no idea what was going on for something that I actually wrote all of. So I'll just run it for all y'all. Um, you may remember. We appreciate that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, this this one I really like. This one I'm really proud of. It's got a lot of sort of fun twists and turns in it. Um, but we'll we'll see. It starts with a little bit of creepiness. Uh, you may remember at the end of the last adventure, we went deep into the sun to a city called Noma. And while we were there, we gained a relic that had been in the grasp of a weird mummy creature. Uh, it had writing on it that we couldn't really understand. It would take a while to try to figure out. And trying to get out of the sun made us realize pretty quickly that the it'd be even harder to interpret. The writing itself got sort of fainter and fainter. It almost looks as though there's like several different layers of writing all on top of each other that are just really hard to figure out. If you if you wrote in some language you don't understand on glass, several panes of glass, and then smushed all the panes of glass together and then tried to figure out what was being written, it would be it would be really hard. Uh, more unusually, the further you get from Noma, the more there's this strange whispering noise that emanates from this relic. It's uh, it's it's a little bit creepy. It's always just at the very edge of hearing. Um, and it seems to be even more ominous whenever you're in the in a in a room or chamber of the starship alone with the thing. So there's something that's very unnerving about this relic. Okay. Um, but you brought it back to Nib at the DCI. Um, at Deep Cultures Institute. She's very happy to to see it. And they've got scholars and experts that are going to do their best to uh, to work on this thing. Top um, men. Top men. We yes. But wow. that that is also going to include you guys, uh, Nib says, because she calls you over to uh have a discussion with her. Um uh, her and her wife, Therese, you may recall from one of their earlier adventures. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, is inviting you to uh, her favorite restaurant in Stella Cuna. It's called the White Rat. Uh, oh, mostly, we've been there before. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, it is mostly a Yosoki establishment, but they welcome all kinds. And they certainly welcome uh, the group of you because you're there with, uh, with Nib. I'll make sure here. not to wear my white coat. It might be a little <laughs> bit too on the nose. <laughs> you don't wear white to the white rat. You know, between... <laughs> Especially not me. <laughs> Especially between Memorial Day and Labor Day or what have you. Uh... <laughs> no, that, that's when you can wear white. <laughs> All righty. Thank you for keeping us on point there. Um, and so when you get there, there's actually three people. There's There's... Nib, who you know, Nib's wife, Therese, who you know, 
And then there's also a uh, redskin tiefling whom you don't know. Uh, John, what does this tiefling look like? Oh, this is... Uh, he's, basically, he's wearing all red. He does have a... Um, so like a kind of a utility belt and kind of like a tactical uh, vest in here. Um, he's wearing a pretty fancy suit at this time, though. Um, so it's almost like formal tactical wear, if, <laughs> if you would. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, he has, tactical turtleneck. Yeah, he has, um, you know, a set of horns like a typical tiefling, but also a big uh, plume of red hair that's in a big braid over one shoulder. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Alrighty. Nib herself, she bounces excitedly, twitching her whiskers as she says, listen, I know we've had some trouble translating that tablet you brought back. It's uh, it's weird. She uh, gestures a little closer yes. around the table, <laughs> looks around conspiratorially, and then after popping a yam into her mouth says, Look, I've, I've got an expert on this bizarre stuff. Name's Otlo. I've talked to them before, but I needed to confirm that we could trust them with this. A, the uh, writing on the tablet is in a language called Aklo. It's, uh, it's a... Well, let, let me just say that a lot of individuals who speak Aklo aren't very trustworthy. Um, it's the language of hidden cults. It's the language of um, evil otherworldly creatures. Um, not necessarily you know, fiendish ones, but very strange ones, very uh, um, unusual creatures, aberrant creatures. Anyway, Otlo is trustworthy. Uh, they can read Aklo that is, uh, Nib pauses to make a little air quotes, stored in multi-dimensional encoding, uh, as they put it when I described our problem. Uh, wow. So this Otlo seems to know exactly what it is, you know, how to, how to read this thing we've got. Okay. Uh, thing is, we've got to bring the tablet to them. Um, we've tried, I tried to send a comm video of it, but it just won't transmit the encrypted text. It just, it just it's illegible on the other side. So I want to get I this mean, to technically Otlo. Well, you know, multi-dimensional here too. <laughs> yes, right. Really not legible here either. That's true, but I've less had so dates even. Like this too. <laughs> Where they're illegible on the other side of a com video. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this depends on how much he's been drinking. She's been drinking. Yeah, yeah. Cahola yeah. doesn't begin to understand that. So anyway, I I want to go take this tablet to Otlo, um, and I want the group of you to come with me. Uh, I want to do this pretty quickly, but we've we've got time for dinner. Um, I haven't met Otlo before, but Murdoch's here, and she gestures to the newcomer at the table. Murdoch's here, at least knows who Otlo is, also knows that Otlo is uh, trustworthy, if unusual. Yeah, by profession, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, and we've had some legal dealings, let's say, and he's he's kind of held up his end of the contract. Um, okay. Nib, Nib jumps in politely to say, they they have held up their end of the contract. Yeah. Otlo yes. isn't the sort of creature to have a gender either way. <laughs> um, anyway, do you have any questions? Well, while we, uh, so, Murdoch, you're a, uh, you're a lawyer? 
Uh, that, that is by profession, yes. Okay. Uh, where are you so from? We, uh, where am I from? Well, you know, originally I'm from the diaspora. I grew up in a town uh, called Broken Rock. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. No. No. So it, you can tell us more if you want. Oh, it, it's kind of a, we'll say, a rough part of the galaxy. Um, <laughs> a lot of... Um, I get that. Free captains kind of work out of that area, and ah. one of the things that I dealt with is kind of smoothing over any, um, let's say, uh, disagreements between the free captains and other organizations. I see. Well, we got lawyers, guns, and money. We're ready for anything. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yeah, so how does that work out, trying to bring the law to a bunch of free captains? Oh, oh! It, it wasn't bringing the law. It was more dealing with disagreements, and so, you know, interpreting oh. contracts and coming to negotiating yes. mediation. Some quite a bit of mediation, yes. You know, because yeah. the alternative is, um, you know, much worse. Blow each other to hell. Aggressive negotiations. So, Very uh, aggressive. That begs the question, Murdoch. If mediation breaks down, have you ever had to engage in any of the more rougher? Uh, Conflict resolution. Sorts of, yes, resolutions. Uh, have I had to? Well, there's other alternatives beyond that. I mean, you don't go merely from mediation to shooting people, obviously. You don't? Yeah, you do. No, no, no. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I have. <laughs> that, uh... Mur Murdoch's just puzzled by the uh, incredulity around the table. What? I'll have you. <laughs> but these foreigners I deal with, I don't know. Yeah, um, right? Yeah. Well, it takes all kinds. Okay. <laughs> it takes all what? kinds. So I'm, I'm going to assume that uh, that uh, Murdoch is not going to be very helpful when that sort of thing starts happening. <laughs> I, I can take care of myself. Again, like I said, I grew up on Broken Rock, uh, surrounded by pirates and free captains. All right. All right. But you'd rather talk it out, and we respect that. Well, that that has kind of been my role, yes. And by we, I mean me. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't speak for anybody else on this on the, at this table. All righty. Well, Nib says, "Do you have any other uh, questions for me?" And you look down. She she sort of looks under the table and nudges something with her foot. You can tell she's got a a big briefcase that she brought with her that has the very that has the tablet in it. All right. She's expecting to go right there right after dinner. So where where is this yeah. uh, this outlet? Here in the city, or what? It is. It's a, It's actually on the edge of the city. It's a. Uh, um, uh, Otlo lives in a uh, an abandoned clinic uh, that they use as a lab. It, it used to be some very posh, fancy place called the Salubrium, um, abandoned a while back. My understanding is it sort of fell into Otlo's hands. And now Otlo uses it as, I, well, their their house and lab. Yeah. What did you say it was retro. Called? What did you say it was called, uh, Nib? Oh, it's called the Salubrium. That sounds. Is that like an orphanarium? Actually. Well, you can <laughs> not no or I mean no orphans were harmed in the making of the Salubrium. Um, oh, good. This is, this is the sort of world where everybody's got, you know, your own comms. You can check stuff. Anybody that wants to do a quick, basically a quick uh, um, infonet search of the salubrium can make a computer's check for me. 
to see what you can dig up about it. All right. So how how do we do that? Those of you who have computers can do that. Yeah, so you can click on the skills tab up above, and then it'll bring up a menu of all the different skills that you have. And so you scroll down to computers, push submit, ask if there's additional modifier, and then push submit again, and it gives you a number. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I've never used this on here. Oh, wait, thanks. I'm always toggling between the computer character seat. (laughs) All right, uh, any additional modifier? Nope. Probably not. All right, Koholo got an 18. That's not so bad. Oh, there we go. Yeah, 18. All right. Yeah, you get. Yeah, but look uh, at Murdoch's there. Yeah, that's why Murdoch's knows to to dig a little deeper. Um, The juridical imperative. Keep reading. Um, The (laughs) all you're able to find out, uh, Koholo, is that the salubrium is like a a it's a high end health clinic, financed kind of as a hobby. Um, Okay. So it was never a it was never a real. It was never a serious enough business endeavor to survive a, a downturn. Um, and, and there hasn't been anything on it for several years. Apparently, the whole thing closed down years ago. And you're like, well, that's it. Nothing else on it. That's the end of my research. But both Whiskey and Murdoch's can say, no, there's a little bit more to it than that. Um, they can find out both that the, uh, the owner was a wealthy dwarf named Sutram Lem. Um, That's a name. Yeah, well, Lem, L-E-M. And then when Sutram died, uh, his heirs, who intended to sort of divvy up all of of Sutram's assets, were really surprised to find, and this is maybe in the legal legalese of the whole endeavor, which is why Murdoch finds it. Um, His heirs were shocked to find the clinic had been left to someone named Otlo, along with a small trust. Uh, Sutram Lem's heirs managed to seize and sell most of the valuable equipment and medicine from the clinic and then close it, but it actually belonged to Otlo along with some sort of trust to, uh, that Otlo is free to do with as, as they wish. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So I had a question for Nib. Sure. Uh, Nib, why, why are you bringing us along with you on this particular trip? It's, uh, not really our area. I'm, I'm, I'm worried it is your area, right? It pays to be safe. Uh, I Fair mean, enough. I, I trust Otlo, but ever since the, the, uh, ever since the infosphere has hit about you guys finding Noma, uh, rumors have been swirling that you brought some strange relics back with you. Um, uh, and there might be other people who are, uh, I don't know, maybe even looking for, there's people even within the Deep Cultures Institute that have been expressing, uh, frankly, a pretty extreme amount of information about uh, um, about the, the relic. I wanted to make sure to keep it safe, and she nudges it with her toe again, and keeping it safe means having you guys along. Okay. Mm. So you're hiring us for the day as bodyguards? Uh, yeah, that's kind of the case. Okay. I, I really hope that nothing nothing at all bad happens. But, uh, I mean, it's hardly hiring. I mean, all you're getting out of it today is dinner. And maybe a trip to the spa, which is great (laughs) for me. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe they left behind some interesting medication, too. (laughs) All righty. In it, 
in it for the, yeah. the drugs, I guess. All right. Well, that's a little bit like uh, Otlo, I suppose. Um, if there's what we're getting paid, I'm, I'm ordering the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> you look look over and then rear, and you're like, I'd like a second one of these. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have one to go, too. <laughs> in a to-go box. <laughs> All right. Well, they're certainly used, certainly at a place called the White Rat, they're used to people kind of packing things away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They serve stuff in convenient cheek pouch sizes. Yeah, give, give me a cheek pouch's worth of this. And, uh... <laughs> uh, all righty. All right. Anyway, so let's go talk to this scholar. Let's. All righty. And so she will, uh, she'll take you to a, uh, you take, you know, public transportation, I suppose, over to the uh, uh, the other side of the uh, the dome you're in, and you come walking up to what looks like a uh, a two story building. It looks like it probably used to be pretty nice. It's got a big, big glassy front area and a couple of wings that extend off to either side, but it has plainly seen better days. A lot of the the doors and windows have been boarded up. The stone around it has started to sort of crumble away and and hasn't been uh, repaired or has been at best hastily patched um i i dropped up the image that you guys are on is yeah. actually you you people walking up to the salubrium with nib in front okay nice so uh ron just to let you know something about this character so one of the things that he has is a skill called uh trap spotter in oh. which case uh, if if he gets within 10 feet of a trap he automatically gets to make a perception roll. However, he also has a skill focus in perception, which enables me to take 10 on any perception roll. So basically, if I, I'm very, very skeptical of situations, I'm always looking at things, a kind of a, a spidey sense for if something bad is happening. So if I get within 10 feet of a trap, if it's DC 27 or less, I notice it. Okay, give me a quick second to uh, mm -hmm. to change all the DCs on the traps to twenty eight. <laughs> I just just thought I would mention that I saw somebody using that um, uh, at a con I was playing at, and I thought, oh, that's a really cool thing for an operative. So. Yeah, I'm doing a real a quick trip. Idea. I mean, no real reason. I'm just kind of looking for perception DCs of uh, you know <laughs> who even knows. All right, uh -huh. okay, aha, alrighty. <laughs> Well, that's that. So I am going to take you. Had I'm going to pick. What do I do? I pick everybody up and then drop them on the. Yeah. No. 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 You don't pick them up. So uh, just click on one, hold shift, and then like go across and get all of them. I can actually do it if you want. Oh, I got it. Right. And then right click. Um, you should be able to copy them, and then go to the next map uh, by clicking the page toolbar up above, and then selecting the map. And, and then, then just you drop them wherever, them. right? And then you have to move that little banner though up in the map so the players can see the new map. Right. Well, I I wanted to put everybody in sort of neat little spaces here. So, yep. And that's oh, that'll do. I keep moving around. Hey, I'm you're not, not supposed yet. to be looking. That's not player side yet. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Say. I'm not <laughs> seeing the new map yet. So now, do you see the new map? It's no. loading, 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 loading. Not even getting loading. You know, if you had a uh, like a small uh, imp to do that, it would be imp loading. Ha ha ha. Uh, uh. And then they just blow it. Do we have some way of 
getting rid of the avatars along the bottom of the screen because it would make oh yeah more um, map space. if you go to the um settings the far settings. right settings yeah. there's a selection i already did that for mine i thought i did it for everybody it's, i didn't realize it yeah it's, that. it's the second group called game settings game settings very first one chat player avatars video. yeah player yeah. video avatar size okay. you want it on you want it on extra large <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I just put it to names only. So yeah, yeah. I put it to small. I still like seeing you. I oh, mean, oh, that is convenient. Right. I am still not seeing the new map. So, what I need to be doing? Nope. Oh, let Something me try. Needs to be doing. Let me try this. There we go. Oh, that's better. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay. It's coming up. Oh look, and he's he's actually even outlined the trap. That's true. No, that's uh, communication. Yeah, anyway, oh. you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> um, so this area here, um, an expansive and uh, Nib isn't on the map, but Nib is with you. Okay. Invisible. An expansive Invisible curved reception desk stands in the center of this vaulted chamber. Its front bears the words, welcome to the salubrium, unsurpassed compassion, sophisticated care. I'm scared. A curved transparent <laughs> wall surrounds a double door to the south. That's where you came in. Although the windows are all painted over or paneled. A hallway label inpatient wing extends to the west. To the east is a corridor labeled research wing, which isn't actually here on this map. Uh, behind the reception desk is a short hall bearing signs with the symbols for a lavatory, stairs, and an elevator. So you can just see on this map the stairs that are kind of behind it. But the reception desk um, has somebody at it. Oh. And oh. let me see if I can. Let me make sure I can do this. It has a handout. So you have to click show to players. Be in the journal section? No. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, oh T.O. A lot of this. eyes and tentacles. <laughs> yes. Wow. So this, this strange-looking figure uh, is the one behind the desk. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually not not sitting on the desk so much as squatting on it. It doesn't look like the, the creature is roughly humanoid. This is a portrait, so you're only seeing, like, the, the chest and head. The creature is roughly humanoid. And it's roughly the size of a person, but its limbs don't bend the proper human ways. So it's sort of like squatting on the chair. Um, and it's measuring some sort of substance in uh, into three small beakers. Um, but certainly Nib seems to recognize uh, Otlo and says, oh, excuse me, Otlo, we're, we're here. And then the uh, creature looks up um, and you can all hear in your heads... As so long as you are within this little area here, you can hear within your heads um, a buzzing voice that says, Ah, hen hands up, hands up, hands in sight. Hands in sight. My hands are in sight. Hands up. Likewise. Okay. I raised two of them. Is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> all the hands, all the hands. That's quite a commitment in his case. It's going to take a while. All the hands. How how hands? How hands? How many hands? How many hands? And he could count your hands and he seems relieved. He's like, ah, an even number. That is good. 
<laughs> Symmetry. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, ah, ah. And then when it's clear that Otlo is looking you all over, uh, but it's as once your hands are up, it's not that they're looking to see what you've got. They're not looking at your weapons. It looks like they're looking at various insignia that you have um, or other symbols. Um, but after just a few minutes of, of looking, um, Otlo seems satisfied uh, and says, Ah, ah, uh, the salubrium. Welcome, welcome. This is my home. Uh, Nib, you have... Thank you. you It's good to meet you. Ah, ah, ah. Unsurpassed compassion, as they say. Sophisticated care, as they say. Nib, have you the tablet that we discussed? Uh, And Nib takes her, the suitcase that she's been hauling with her, uh, puts it on the reception desk and opens it up. You see the tablet you got from Noma is inside. Um, and Otlo looks it over. Their six eyes widen as they scan the tablet, uh, and the telepathic voice buzzes, imparting a plain feeling of surprise. Oh, this tablet tells of Ezerod. Tablet tells, tablet tells. Um, and so you guys know this is a helpful feature that we have. If you go over to the chat, I can just type in just words with weirder, weirdo spellings. Um, <laughs> So Otlo uh, talks about this tablet. Ezerod. <laughs> Ezerod is especially ancient, an anchor of an elder entity, a dwelling of darkness deep in the sun, dwelling darkness deep, deep. Who speaks of it? Mm, none you want to know. Wicked worshippers, marked malevolence, layers of knowledge here. Yes, layers of knowledge. And he's sort of looking. You can see all of his eyes focusing at sort of different levels of the different sort of layers of writing on here. Ah, strata spans strata in veins vivarious vision. Um, Otlo chitters uh, and rubs their head. Mm. It takes time to translate. Mm. Yes, yes, time to translate. In the interim, a small task I ask. A task I ask, task I ask. Uh, Oracorans, and at this, uh, Otlo takes his hand and sort of puts it to himself as though to claim that he is an Oracoran. Uh, Oracorans eat Octurn Icor. Uh, far from there, I eat Airsat's Icor. Um, if anybody has culture or life science, you can make a roll on that. Okay. Because you may know more. No. It's no. Nope. I know a little bit of culture stuff. Oh, good. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Ooh, Raz is way up there, though. Nice. Yeah, culture. I have studied cultures oh, and sciences of life. And life's sciences. <laughs> well, and, and where life might live. Uh, if you open just about any of the Starfinder books on the uh, uh, inner or outer covers, with the exception of Near Space, uh, you'll see the the solar system, and you you only make care about the very uh, one corner that's the sun. But if you look in the very, very far other corner, the most distant planet is called Octurn. Um, Octurn is a place that nobody likes to go because it's chock full of evil, de- evil creatures and cults and strange aberrant monsters. One of the native life forms are sort of weird humanoid mosquito-y creatures. 
Um, and Oracorans are them. This is one. Otlo is one of them. Oh. Uh, they gener they they spend their days s poking through thin parts of the planet's crust to drink some sort of gross fluid that flows under the planet's surface. This gross fluid makes them like aggressive. It makes them hallucinate. It's uh it's basically they spend their time in a, their whole lives in a drugged stupor, supping from the fluid that flows beneath the skin of the planet. Um Oracorans are them they're almost in exclusively wicked creatures, partly because they live their lives in this sort of icker addled state. Um but Otlo here is explaining to you that being so far from Octurn, being here, um, he has to make he has to he has to live on something else. He has to survive on something else. Um, so he talked about uh, Airsats Icker, which is some sort of chemically replicated version of it that he lives on. Um, mm. And in fact, he he keeps talking. This is you know, things that you re things you remember when he starts talking about Oracorans and Icker. But uh, he's he's still talking uh, and sort of muttering, simulated sustenance, simulated sustenance. I refine the recipe repeatedly within the Western wing in storage and sterilization. And he gestures down that Western way with a claw. I need a few flasks of phenatil. Find them, fetch them. Find them, fetch them. Ooh, the livid limbs left lookouts. Vex me, vex me. Uh? Ah, my new friends, your strength is superior to the Sentinels. Uh, destroy them for me. Strength solves. A small price, a small price. For my help, finally fetch Fenatil. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Nib's like, I, I think he wants you to go get a drug for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in principle, that wouldn't be a problem, but this is a little weird. He's shacking up with a bunch of leftover sentinels who are apparently pretty lethal. But Murdoch said he was a, one of a kind. Yeah, without going yeah. out to that planet, which uh, it's not on my, you know, not on my bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <sighs> yeah, yeah, all right. Also, you need oh. fentanyl? You got fentanyl on the west west wing? Can you can you tell us anything about the sentinels? Ah, uh, what dangers do yeah. they pose? Ah, uh, purely automated, automated purely. A pair they are. A pair automated purely. Hmm. Uh, I've typed phenethyl. That's the drug that he needs. Ah, spelled it wrong. <laughs> um, Nib, Nib yeah. says, "Yeah, I'm gonna actually, you know, if there's gonna be a fight going on." I'm going to stay here, but I would feel a whole lot better if you guys took the tablet with you and did not let it out of your sight. Doesn't he need it? Yeah, I thought he was translating it. Um, yeah, Alo seems to think the same. Nib is like, what? tell you, they'll get you your thing. You can translate it later. And Alo seems to think that's okay. Hmm. Okay. I mean, we're not so much Nib's bodyguard as this thing's bodyguard. The tablet. All right. Sounds I mean, you can, like you can disagree. Plan. You can leave it with. You can leave it with her, but she's she. The whole reason she has you along is because this thing has attracted interest that she's not super excited about and thinks you guys are more capable to hold on to it. Ah, I see. Yeah. So if you're willing to All take right. it, my question is, who's gonna take it? Ah. 
Well, I, it might make sense for me because if the bad guys get to me, it's probably all over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if they get to you first? Yeah, well. It means the rest of you haven't done your job. <laughs> is it, is yeah, it very I, heavy? I'm the, ta- the tablet's bodyguard. You guys are my bodyguard. Yeah, always mm. protect the healer. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. a good point. Well, but what about always gank the mage? It's not really. Oh, it is with my other group. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> when I GM them, mages don't last more than a round or two. Yeah. <laughs> they no. just spot them and then go after them a hundred percent. Wow. Boy. I Alrighty. thought he was gonna. I, sorry, I thought he, they were gonna read the tablet while we did this. It's gonna take a long time. He seems to think that going to get this drug is just gonna be a minute or two. <laughs> well, Which let me, is why let me he hasn't this way. done it in years. That's right. It's it's on the map, so it is literally not more than a hundred feet from where you are. All right. Okay. Um, oh, that's less than ten rounds. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but but his uh, okay. He may he may yeah. need that to actually help him with his studies. So yeah, Sent- sentinels superior to Otlo. Mm. Uh, new friends superior to sentinels. Oh, new friend. Yep, new friend. Hello, new friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Said, I'm not you really excited with about this. Yeah, I, I sounds fine to me. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch you guys work and lend a hand if you need. <laughs> I'm not real excited about working for free again, but. Uh... <laughs> Is there any food here? Um. Uh, phenatil. Phenatil becomes yes. food. Airsats no. anger. Simulated <laughs> no. sustenance. <Yeah. laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Otlo <laughs> yeah. seems right. surprised. He, takes, he picks up one of the vials and sort of looks at it sort of sideways through one or two of his eyes and then holds it out to you. Simulated oh. sustenance? Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All I'm, right. Let's wait, go. Is he is he actually offering? Yeah. Like, try it right now, or to like? It, no, that's what he got. You, what, you want to take a hit of that? He had some vials of what looks like some sort of uh, uh, unusually colored chemicals that he was mixing when you showed up, and he's got he's holding one of them mm-hmm. out, offering it as um, simulated I just look I look at him and I go, you know, you kind of you got the wrong people for that. There, we do know a guy that would gladly taste it. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he eats everything. But he, he isn't with us. And his oh, memory, the, the we would like opportunity to, here. Is just we would like to leave that. We will leave that for him to experience. So what happened to Scooch, by the way? He oh, ate everything. Remember, you remember that Scooch got a, uh, a series of sudden and urgent messages about a uh, Scooch Eats It reunion show. <laughs> That was going to be uh, yeah, hitting a couple of hot spots throughout the uh, packed worlds. So he's not going very far, but it's going to take a fair amount of time. And so he took a break from the DCI and figures he'll just hook up with you guys when it's done. Okay, well, maybe we should take this for him for when he comes back. Yeah. We'll just accumulate all the things that he can eat it all at once. <laughs> and mix them all together. Yeah. It'll be like a welcome back special. <laughs> oh boy. 
Who knows um, what he's been eating while he's out there, and then to come back to more eating. Mm, probably knows? good stuff. Mm. So <laughs> Raz is like, look, he may have he may be close, but this thing is really a lot closer, and it won't take us that long. Let's just go do it and get it over with. We spent enough yeah. time talking and then thinking about things. We we've All got right. a job. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I remind you that this West Hall here, here, this West, this hall. Um, I had a sign up that said, uh, in inpatient, was that right? Inpatient wing. Um, the wide hall has bare walls with lighter areas hinting that artwork or signage once hung on them, but it looks like it's been gone for a while. This door that you pass and this other door that you pass aren't marked, but have the plain look of offices. Um, and then we start moving over this direction. If I can have you move yourselves over this direction, you can see that this here is like a nurse's station. Um, the, the top of it is about five feet from the floor of the hallway it overlooks, so it's a pretty high nurse's station. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, that's fine. Um, and hanging from one of two straps over top of the nurse's station is a sign that says, consider our patients. Quiet, please. Yeah. And directly what across... What language? I, I ready a grenade. In common. Common, okay. Ready grenade in silence, though. Directly across from the nurse's station is this door you're right next to, Jula Koshti, uh, which says, which is clearly labeled storage and sterilization. Okay. Which is, which is where hmm. Otlo said the uh, the phenatil was. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Um, am I able to move myself, or should I be able to? You should be able to pick it up and move it. Hmm. Okay. I'll uh, uh, check click on it on. first. You click on it first. Yeah. And it should give you some circles that say you, what your stamina and your hit points and your resolve is. Yeah. You should be able to move it. Yeah, it says Rob H has control of it. Is that who's making the arrows, uh, the distance arrows from him? That was me. I'm trying to grab oh, it. You need to okay. click on the arrow in the upper left hand corner, the select move arrow. Yeah, oh, you've got okay. the wrong thing selected. That's why you can't. You were doing the distance thing. Yeah. Okay. Still am. Sorry. So upper go left. Just go on, and I'll try and catch up if hover, I can. Hover over the arrow at the upper left. The upper left of the the little bar there thing. You there, there you go. go. There you go. No, I just moved him, but he's still. Oh, there. Yeah, John did. Yeah. Uh, so upper left, and then there's two choices: select move and pan view. Just click on select move. Oh, I, I, wait a minute. I see what's activity. going on. Okay, yeah. Go on. All right. You were on the brush, which is draw, shape, and stuff like that. Are we set? We want to wait, meet? Wait, let me get over here. Okay. I was checking out the nurse's station, you know? Yeah. I, the nurse's station was too high for your look over. The whole thing's five well, feet high. That's why I was over here by the side. Did you not see me? <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> the wall goes all the way around, but you've got... Uh, even from there, you're like, I can't see, I can't see. All right, jump jets. Okay. Now are we ready? Yep. Sure. I'm feeling crowded okay. now. All right. Room. When you open the door, yep. Let me see if I can. I'll give you the description, and then. Oh. So I have no tokens specifically for these, but there's two two creatures here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this room contains racks and shelves holding sparse amounts of medical equipment, including bedding and towels. 
a whiter silhouette on the white wall and attachments left dangling indicate a large machine was removed from the northeastern corner. Doors lead out to the north hmm. and west, and a sign near the western door over here reads chemical storage. But standing there in the room um, are two robots. Okay. Um, do you know how to set up uh, the battle order? I don't. Let me first show you that. So, so I opened up the. You see the turn order thing there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So when people roll initiative, uh, first of all, let me blank it out. That must be left over from before, because I haven't rolled. All right. So if people roll initiative, they can. It'll show up in the turn order. So <laughs> like, if you click on your icon, you have to have your icon clicked on first. Right, and then you roll initiative, and then it shows up, and then you can. Um, click on an icon and right-click on it and select Add to Order. And then once they're all in your turn order, then you can make the turn order settings, uh, click Descending, and it puts you in the order. How did well, you, you trigger, how did you trigger um, Roll Initiative? So you just select your icon, so select mm -hmm. Whiskey, and then yeah. it's uh, up on the upper left top, Bar, it says zero character info, zero init. You just click on the init. Oh, okay. Got it. Yep. Uh, that's some weird math uh, for the initiative. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the decimal is your modifier so that it puts everybody in order. Yeah, that is kind of a weird. Okay. Well, in case of ties, it, that's what it tracks is who has the higher. It's math. So oh, I have so... a nine, not a nine point seven, is what I'm saying. Right. So Koholo's the only one that doesn't have one there. Is Koholo here? Join us. Oh, sorry. What? What am I supposed to do? Initiative. Roll for initiative. Oh, sorry. So click on your character and then select the zero init button at the top. It's okay. It's the first time we've used roll twenty, so you know. All right. Yeah, and the oh nope, see that didn't work. Um, initiative is one of the buttons at the top. Yeah, it's a second from the left. It's zero dash oh, I N I T. Okay, I see it now. Yep, there you go. And then Ron, uh, you can see. I the may have rolled it twice. That's okay. That's fine. You're in there only once. You so, see the turn order settings? I do, and I can just do numerically descending. Right. In order to get it, and I think the value is. Now, if I can, if I can guess, Mark, you rolled a fourteen, added your six to get twenty. Yeah. Well, I rolled a four. I rolled a fifteen, added my five to get twenty as well. But the O six is your modifier, and the O five uh, is my oh, modifier, okay. so it knows your first. Okay. Cool. Oh. And then what you can do is, after everybody goes, Ron, after a person goes, you can click the right <laughs> arrow, and it brings down to the next person. All. Okay. Alrighty. But Murdoch's is the first one to respond. You can see there's robots in here. They've got these little launcher oh. things up over their shoulder. It looks like they are uh, uh, immediately pivot both their heads and their launcher things in Julakoshti's direction as uh -oh. though to exterminate yeah. intruders. Uh oh. All right. Well, I will. Um, I'm going to move into the room over here. Uh, I'll get over maybe towards this corner. And I will do a trick attack. I will try. Um, I have a uh, 
cold weapon. I'll give that a shot. And I will make the target flat-footed. So I'm targeting um, this one down here, just so you all know. Wait, which one? I, I looked away for a second. Oh, the one right here. Down that okay, area. got it. Yep. All right. <clears throat> um, is he CR9 or lower? He is. You have tricked him. All right. If he is tricked, then he takes a total of 26 points of cold damage and is flat-footed to everybody. All righty. With your zero pistol. Um, what did you get to hit him? 21, it looks like. 21, yeah, if it hits. Yeah. Yep. Against his flat-footed. Yep. You're correct. 21 damage. He takes it. Um, crystal, ice crystals start to appear over his uh, robotic form. It seems to slow him down a little bit and makes it so everybody else gets a bonus to hit him. Excellent. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. He's fat-footed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I do the arrow, and now Julakashti. Okay. Uh, I am going to throw a screamer grenade at uh, this one over Ooh. Yeah, that one. Didn't you read the sign? Yes, I did. That's why I chose it. <laughs> that and something else, which I'll tell you about in a second. Uh, so we're going to... Are you doing your that. fancy cooking at first? Yes, I am. Okay. A 22 totally hits. Yes, it does. Oh, he has a save DC. Um, and I'm going to be using my new special ability that I just got. Uh, Sonic Resonance. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, he will, he should gain the flat-footed, uh, condition. And this is the other one, so you're flat-footing both of them. That's correct. Okay. And I am making a saving throw, right? Yeah. How about eight? Does an eight succeed? Eight is not good enough. Alrighty, unlike the show's name. Alrighty, so I'm going to take six sonic damage and become flat-footed? Yes. Alrighty. Alrighty, there's a kaboom along the uh, walls. In the, uh, the, the, the room itself is long, but it's not very wide, and so there's sort of this overpressuring echo that Julakashti loves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Sounds do. Sounds like victory. <laughs> echoes of love. Alrighty. But now they're going to go. Uh, let me see. Um, and both of them will turn their uh, uh, their sort of automated uh, electricity arcing shooter deals that are over their shoulder. Um, and one of the, the one that you threw the grenade at, Julakashti, is going to turn its in your direction. And Murdoch's the other one is going to turn its in your direction um and then one of them booms out um depart and then they wait they don't Pass fire it hmm. okay then and raz hmm they seem to be machines i wonder if i can actually scare them or make them make them demoralized um would there be a check to try and see if i know um engineering right to know about technological constructs oh, oh good there's <laughs> uh, your engineering it's a nine i have no idea it's a technological <laughs> construct well they're not 20 they're more than 20 feet apart so i can't do both of them anyhow uh i will uh, they, they can't in, sense you though 
I will invariably try to shout at that one. What? <laughs> uh, the one that John made flat-footed. Ah, uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, because that doesn't go against flat-footed. That gives him other things. Uh, here is my intimidate roll, which comes off of here because of other reasons. Um, that's actually going to be... So minus three is plus four, a 42. That's so very that's intimidating. Pretty good. Intimidate. And, and yeah, I don't, I'm not actually a mindless construct. So I'm immune to mind affecting effects. Is that what this is? This is not uh, mind affecting. It is simply a, an attempt to intimidate, which is sense dependent. I can sense you. Uh, but that is it. It does not uh, call it out as any kind of mind affecting. Alrighty, and it goes up so against. You see all the arms. Goes up against my intimidate. Uh, it go, no, it goes up against your. Hang on. It's ten plus it's your intimidate, while. or fifteen plus one and a half your CR. I will yes. take ten plus my intimidate because they're kind of scary robots. Okay. Um, and you got forty-two. You say forty-two. Yes. Oh, that's better by eighteen. As a matter of fact, seventeen. Okay. So that's. Four plus another one, five rounds. Yep. Is that right? You get the initial plus uh, one for every five over. Right. right. So that's three more. And you've plus got an ability a bonus. to get one. Yeah, I get my, my, my dragon mean are scary. Um, and then that's a standard action. He's just going to hang loose as his move. Maybe draw another weapon. He'll draw another weapon. Why not? I got two. Or three or four. Alrighty. It's Kaholo. I gotta run out of weapons. <laughs> I well, run I'm out of weapons of... before I run out of arms. Yeah. Get it? Arms, weapon. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. No, that uh, okay. Um, She's better off. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, just just yeah. Uh well, I feel kinda of bad moving into attack. I haven't done anything. Can I see the fentanyl? You can see both of them. No, I mean the thing that we came for. That's probably oh, the in the, the storage room up there. Yeah, there's a chemical oh, storage room. It's it's lying on the floor right at Jilakashi's feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I take it and run. No, no um, not, don't forget to close the door, though. It is not here, I'm afraid. Where do we think it is? It's, oh, it's probably in the somewhere. storage room off to the left. Over here. Sorry, I the... off to the left. If off to the right, if from Koholo's viewpoint, to the west side of the map, the lower west. It may be covered over by the turn order, depending on where that popped up for you. Yeah, oh yeah, that's very true. likely. So but... just move I, it. Move I, that. You can move. You can grab it and move it out of the way. I had to move. There's a room. Out of the way. Yeah, there's a door. Oh yeah, now I see it. Yeah. Hey. All right. Well, I'm. I haven't lightened you. Move over to that door. Alrighty. Hey, yeah. Can I ready so that if one of them attacks me, I attack back? Ooh, that's going to be a whole host of ready. Um, yeah, ready's a readying's a thing. Yeah, okay, it's a standard well, action to ready. As long as you got one. Yeah. Okay. During my action, I'm going to manifest my solar weapon and, um. Uh, start my photon mode. Alrighty. Um, so is so you're gonna wait. 
So they're going to move and then ready to attack them if they attack. Yeah. They do so. That's what I heard. In that, yeah. as soon as you come in, they open fire on those targets that they had. Oh, okay. So do um, they still let me move to there or not? Well, yeah, because they're not shooting at you. They're shooting okay. at one but shooting then I at get you. To you're going to get there and then you're going to be able to attack. All right. Um, so I am going to have, uh, let me make sure I've got my numbers right. Oh, I do. Okay. So the one shooting at Julakashti is shooting electricity. So it's going up against your EAC. Oh, 17. Oh, that's going to miss. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. Murdoch's one of them yep. is going to be shooting at you as well. Uh, and a th does a 33 crit you? Crit me, yes. Yikes. Alrighty. Welcome to your new character. Here's death. All right. Um, <laughs> nah. Except, except even with a crit, the electricity is 14 points of damage. All right. Uh, luckily, as a tiefling, I don't take all that. Ha! Really? That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Alrighty. And then Koholo, they in fact did act all angrily. So you can take a swing with your solar weapon at the one that uh, fired at Julakashti, if you'd like. Hey, hey, Rez. Someone took yeah, damage. Does that mean we can move? <laughs> um, one second while I... The macro's resized and I can't see them. Sorry, this is... There are all these frames. Or, I, or not all these. Anyway, I just... I have a yeah, hard time. I know what you mean. There's lots of well, different yeah, and... boxes. So many boxes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, well, but one. You guys know for the some reason like. I can't... I made everything really small, except the map is too big. And um, so, just just a second. Yeah, the macros themselves should not change size. They're at the very top um, of the. Bar. They did, and they got really small. Oh, um, so I'm doing just a. Yeah, I I've this this is my problem with roll twenty. Um, okay, you can close just, a bunch of the windows you don't need. Is three solar weapon? Is that yes? Full As attack. To the full attack. Well, there's well, three of them. Yeah. Oh th shoot! So on the far right, there's three solar weapon and three sonic pistol. So you can right. just click the solar weapon. But the three doesn't mean how many. Okay. No, that just it's just a rank. It uh, puts them in the order that they're up there. That's all. Okay. Thanks. Alrighty. So you you. Ooh, wait a second. Against KAC. Even though yes. I'm, even though flat -footed. I'm flat-footed, you still miss me. Mm. But you oh. rolled a three, so. Well, eventually, when I get the settings bar out of the way, I might be able to see that. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. So you take a swing, but you miss. Okay. Um, and they acted. That actually puts you right immediately after them. All righty. So whiskey. Okay. All right. Uh, can I see this fellow over here toward the east wall well enough to target him with a spell? You sure can. Well, then he gets three magic missiles. Oof. Catch! Nice. <laughs> he catches uh, them in see. the face. <laughs> play, play, catch. Excuse me. Play catch with a robot. Rez, this would be a great time for us to move. Oh, okay. it, it's so going to be once you okay. damage them. <laughs> Just saying. Has he damaged them? Yes, by they, 10 points worth. 
Ten points yeah. worth. All right, so I'm going to use my reaction to give anybody else their reaction to move, take a guarded step. Thank you. Including me. If I do. I will do it as well. Huh. No, it's true. <laughs> Alrighty. I don't know um, if there's any reason for me to. Yeah, you're pretty much where you want to be. Well, unless you two want to flank. Mm, so that's, that's true. That's, that was whiskey, and I'm reordering just because there were some delays and such, but I think we've got everything in the right place now. So back to the top at Murdoch's. All right, I will um, go ahead and do a trick attack and so see Murdoch's do a very acrobatic roll going across the ground and then pop back up and say, aha, I'm <laughs> shooting you with my zero pistol. Aha. Aha, and you will be... The old zero pistol trick. And again, yeah. That's the same one that Whiskey just hit right there. Uh, so a 29 yep. to hit. And it CR nine or oh that's that's neat. The trick attack tells you the CR that it is. Yes, yeah. you see the thing's eyes track where it thought you were gonna be when you started rolling, which is totally not where you are. So mm. you come up from a completely unexpected direction and hit, and it looks like is that the eight plus the fourteen? Yes, so twenty-two For... points of uh cold damage. All righty. <laughs> Oh, my wife just oh. spent an hour assembling this big deck chair in the living room. Now she can't get it out the door to put on the deck. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. All righty. Great moments of Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got, I've got good news and I've got better news. The good news is he has now taken 53 hit points. The better news is he only has 52 to spare. So... Poof. He, wow. He goes down. Aha. That, that, wow. scared him to death. I'll just nice say shot. wow again. Okay, Jula Boy, this Otlo's a pansy. He should have been able to clear <laughs> these guys no problem. Know, right? <laughs> Look at how judgy you are. <laughs> He's a scholar. He's a scholar. Can't you tell? That, that's pretty judgy. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead for a full attack. Doesn't mean it's less true. And uh, I do get plus two uh, for the fleet follow-up. Oh. Uh, no, uh, wait. Um, wait, can you step in full attack? No. You just did a guarded step. No? That's a five-foot step in Pathfinder, but right. not Starfinder. Oh. oh, not Starfinder. Okay. That's well, a guarded time. step is a move. Okay, so I'll leave him there. Yep. Um, okay. It would gain you nothing anyhow. And I am flat-footed. Yes. Uh, so I also gain uh, opening volley. Ah, oh, very that's good. right. Because yes, you made so a ranged attack yeah. against him first. I did. So, as a full attack, a modifier of two. And that doesn't seem right. How was your damage? Oh. Zero. Yeah. That... You've got. You've got two pluses on well, those? Damage is zero wrong. because he missed, right? That's no. Not enough. So it doesn't uh so what your it looks like the modifier is right to hit. Yeah, the, so you roll seven, a six. Yeah. So it's a fifteen. That looks right. Yeah. And damage has uh one D six plus 
plus zero equals which is wrong it should be plus like plus, plus 15. yeah and it's, so, two, um, it's two pluses yeah i can i'll take a look at your um your your setup there and make sure it's right yeah either I, either way that it, one misses you take it you take a punch okay. and it looks like this robot has taken punches before and it simply ducks out of the way really fast okay yeah, and it should it should do two of them too and i'll right so i'll have to do another one right right i'll set it so um it actually does two in the future yeah it, it was working when i when i did it earlier um but okay there we go it hits. All right. Well, that definitely hits. Yeah. Yeah. You have a zero two. You put zero two for damage mod. I don't understand that. I did. Um, That's not what I put in earlier. Yeah. But uh, okay. So, but six plus should be plus fourteen. No, it's no, it's actually plus sixteen. Then. Mm. Um. It's a one d six, right? And you yeah. get one and a half, one and a half st strength times your, your level, plus your level, uh, plus melee striker. Right. Well, that's the one Two. and a half times your level. Oh, so, no, that's not. Oh, the oh, you get it twice. That's the problem. Yeah, it doesn't know that part. So I get no, the weapon specials. Right. I get the weapon specialization. I get my strength bonus, and I get melee striker, which is a right. gear. Right. So that's an additional three, because you're level. So it should be plus seventeen. Then it looks like. No, it should be yeah, plus seventeen total. It just keeps going up. Plus yeah. fourteen, <laughs> plus sixteen, plus seventeen. I think it should only be sixteen. I don't think I only get plus two for that, because it's half your strength damage, half your strength bonus. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I did. I thought your strength was higher. That's my bad. Yeah, strength okay. is 19. Okay. One Either way, that sounds an awful lot like 20 points of damage or 22 points of damage to this. Okay. Robot. That's what it sounds like to me too. Okay, so it seems as though it has dodged plenty of punches before, but it was not at all expecting a second punch to come in so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and you knock it around a little bit. Okay. Uh, but it's still standing, and it's Raz's turn. Okay, I look look over at our our new friend. New friend, you're injured, but capable of continuing. Uh, Murdoch, you need. Uh, oh, I'm fine. You don't need inspirations. I know you didn't take all the damage. I took nine points. Okay, because I think I can do more. I mine's more than that. It's been a while. Hang on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because when I give it back... Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my move action to say, get him. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Keep forgetting I have that. And then I'm going to use my standard action to shout at that one. Because <laughs> why not? Sure. Um, oh, that's a lot worse than the other one. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, and it's actually just a 23. Not the plus three? Uh, no, because I have specialization, so that doesn't stack with my bonus. My ah, bonus dice. Okay. They don't stack, so if it's over three, I get to add whatever the difference is. 
I see what you mean. 23 is not enough. It is scarier than that. Uh, but I still want you to get them. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It, so it what does grudgingly that mean? allows you to get them. <laughs> it, it can't roll against that. Sorry. No save. Excuse me. Uh, What's the get them? Plus, plus one to hit? Yeah, plus one to attack. Okay. Excellent. All righty. So, well, it's it's a creature's turn, and it's going to keep up this defense. Um, so that uh, rotating electric cannon that's on its shoulder um, just starts to shoot out lots of little electric rockets, and they fly all over the room into people. So, oh dear, I I pick four people, and I'm picking everybody except whiskey, uh, and all nope. of you. Are going to take this much. One. <laughs> oh, that's oh, 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 oh. Well, I'm so everybody takes awesome. one point of electricity damage. You may attempt a DC 13 <sighs> reflex save to reduce that to one point of electricity damage. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it looks like it hasn't fired this, uh, array of electric things for a long time. And they're, they're sort of sputter as they come out and the, I guess uh, whatever's firing them isn't working quite so well. <laughs> um, well, my electrostatic field will absorb that. Um, it is going to, that was its standard action as its move action. It's going to scoot over closer to Chulakashti. To try to get a better bead on you. Yeah. It's a guarded step. We'll do him no good. <laughs> well, he thinks so. I mean, he doesn't even think about it. He's just got his programming. You're all in here where you're not supposed to be. We all got our programming, honey. <laughs> his, his, some of us are more aware of it than others. His algorithms will lead him to his death. <laughs> <laughs> Algorithm, I got music. Technically, we were programmed to come here as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, fair enough. We are just following our programming as well. <laughs> New but friend. We have more style. That's true, we do. And as soon as Stephanie logs back in, she can take her turn. Guessing it will be to move up and hit it. That's a bold prediction there, uh, Scott. I am a prognosticator. I can tell. So only in private. You're a private so, prognosticator. Right. I heard her. Welcome Yay, back. Hey, she's back. Hey. Are you back in Discord? Hi. Yep. How's it going? It's it's a day, isn't it? It is today. Well, that's right. fine, because while you were gone, I gained two more hit points. So... Um, you what? No, you didn't do anything. I got two more <laughs> hit points. Turn. How did that happen? Oh, you figured it out. Uh, no, we figured out it was wrong on my sheet. <laughs> Discovered an error. Okay. So, Koholo, apart from the Oops. fact that the robot stepped away from you, it is your turn. Yep. Why would it step away from me? Re- it seems like it's really trying to focus on Julakashti. Well, that's, that's not okay. <laughs> well, you could put a stop right. to it by stepping over it. So is that a five-foot step? Uh, it is. It is a step. It takes your move action to do it, but... Oh, it does? So I can only do a one. 
Yeah, okay. unfortunately, I couldn't do my free one because nobody hit it after my turn. Oh, well, that, that is too bad. All right. Sorry. This is back to its wonkiness, and I can't get the... All right. No? All right. Solar weapon. Yeah, you only rolled a two on that, so... Yeah, that's, that's probably going... Alrighty. Too bad. Nice damage. That is a solid miss. Yeah. Um, Whiskey, what do you intend to do about this? Well, I'm going to move to get a bead on this dude, and then I'm going to fire the pulse caster. And I'm going to see if I can actually do it using this. I don't know quite how I can choose which of my ranged attacks to use. Yeah, I don't know that you're... But I can... Never mind, I'll just put the macro in. Okay, so, ooh, wait a minute, I was supposed to roll to attack first. Yeah, <laughs> generally it's we customary. roll It's traditional to do that, yes. Yeah, no kidding. All right, there we go. 16? Uh, and that's going to be against my EAC? Yeah. You hit me. Caster. All right, so four points of electrical. Uh, by and a, mean uh... six points, because I take one and a half times as much. All right, and at that point... Raz is going to say, everybody move! Use my reaction to give everybody a, a, uh, the ability to use their reaction to do a guarded step. But Sweet. I don't need to anymore. Nope, you are exactly <laughs> where I would like you to be. Jill <laughs> right. Akash is the only one who's like, ooh, me, me, me! Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we, we, are, we were, uh, you know, arm, uh, what? we were in the military together. We know how to, how to do these things. We, that's, uh, that's, we know how that's true. Yes, we now uh, have him flanked. And this lets you take a single guarded step. Whiskey, you can't back up that way. No. Because you can't go around a hard corner of the door. Oh, sorry. I didn't see the wall there. Sorry about yep. that. <laughs> you walked right through it, didn't you? I didn't see the wall. <laughs> All right. Officer, I didn't even see the wall. Okay, Murdoch. <laughs> I mean... All right, so uh, Murdoch is going to do, a, a, again, another fancy combat roll and kind of end up uh, maybe over here by the door and uh, firing uh, the zero pistol again. And, oh, uh, I was going to say I was going to make him flat-footed. Um, be nice. Yeah, so uh, he'll be you... flat-footed. I forgot to select that. You but absolutely they, hit. Um, all right. Only yep. uh, 11 points of damage. I, that is like really small. Man, that's sad. Alrighty. Uh, you hit. You happen to hit him and maybe I'm not saying anything. Spot. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Okay, so he takes the damage. We're, is still we're standing. We're not commenting. We're not commenting on the size of your pistol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to remind people that we're rolling and missing. I did have get him on this guy. Oh. Ah. That's still Keep active. That in mind. But hey, I probably have yeah. changed the effect of a rolling. No, you guys roll threes and fours. Nope. Yeah, you, you guys do better than that. It's your damage oh, yeah. dice that have been the problem. Um, Julakashti, your turn. All right. Yeah. But he has get him. So. Okay, he's got get him, and he's flanked. So yep. I am going to go ahead and do a uh, full attack. Um, he's flat-footed too. And he's flat. Oh, that's right. Well, no, but being flanked makes me flat-footed. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same oh. thing, yeah. Oh, okay. He's flatter-footed. That's right. So, minus four, but plus three. Are you kidding me? 
All right. No, let's well, take this 17 out. hit? What? A 17 does hit with all of the... Wait, wait, wait. Maybe. That's 17 versus my KAC? Yes. And you've got get him, which is... Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That hits him anyway. Yes. You it does hit, hit him. because you're flanking. Okay. Um, it's still not adding my dam- my bonuses to the damage, but it would be 17 damage. 17 is enough to totally crush him. Okay, excellent. So, Ron, just an FYI here for Starfinder. Um, when making a melee attack, you gain a plus two bonus to attack rolls if your opponent is threatened by another creature in the opposite border or opposite corner. Mm-hmm. So that's it different doesn't, than being just flat-footed. flat-footed. Oh, no. I thought flanked makes you flat-footed. No, it does not, apparently. Sweet. Mm. That's even better. Oh, so I, there would have been an additional bonus even beyond that, right? Earning. Oh. You hit it harder. I hit it harder. Okay. Yay. Harder. Oh, yeah. It is a plus the two bonus to attack rolls. Fascinating, Captain. <laughs> okay. Well, that's an important distinction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I always thought it was, uh, it just made them flat footed. That's second edition does. Hmm. Okay. All right. It is therefore defeated. Good work, Joel Kashti. Thank you. Yeah, nicely done. Way to get him. No more feet. As instructed, you got him. The old man, you got him. I did. Got him good. All right, then. All righty. Murdoch's, you're standing right by the door that reads okay. uh, chemical storage. All right. We're looking for a chemical. I'll, um, yep. I'll, I'll open the door. Alrighty. Metal cabinets line the walls of the room that you see, each of them with a door of transparent material. Most of the cabinets are empty. One door is ajar, and a trail of viscous slime leads from the cabinet's interior to a puddle on the floor. Mm. An acrid tang hands, hangs in the air. The room's only door is set into the east wall next to an emergency eyewash station. And that's the door mm. you came in. Interesting. Okay. Um, do we What's see anything that has the label with fentanyl on it? Um, yeah, it looks like the stuff in that cabinet that's got the the acrid goo oozing out of it uh, hmm. is labeled. Yeah, to, uh, you can get a closer look. Uh, if you'd like, you can attempt a life science or physical science check to see how dangerous that acrid goo is. Is the goo on the ground? Yeah, it's kind of dripping goo? out of the whole cabinet and then onto the ground, yes. Okay. Um, how how tall is the ceiling here? Uh, probably 12 feet or so. Pretty good. Pretty good height. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll actually acrobatically climb on the wall over the cabinet, uh, avoiding the um, the floor here. Ooze. Sure. Yeah. Ooze. Actually, uh, I, might, I might have this. What? Okay. I have a thing I can do. Okay, I'll get out of your way. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I mean the goo, the, the the goo on the floor. So it's a it's. Wait a minute. The last time we had goo on the floor, it attacked us. Mm, ah. Way back on the breath of embers. That's true. I'm not familiar with that. Target, That's I right. Target <laughs> any type of fluid. Well, I don't trust me. You know, composition. Bad. 
I can see the liquid or the receptacle that holds it, but is this all part of the same liquid? You said it's oozing out, though. Yeah, it's kind of, it has oozed out, and it's all over the floor. Okay, it does it seem to be like less than uh, seven bulk? Yes, it is less than seven bulk of goop. Um, if it is a fluid and it is less than seven bulk, I just point it and go, mm, why not just some water? I can convert it into water. Holy cow, how's that? That's really? awesome. Uh, I may have taken something a little different when I left. It's called churn fluid. It's a zero level witch warper spell. <gasps> Whoa. You alter reality itself? Huh? So you access some other reality in which whatever it is that broke open and dribbled all over. Exactly. Is now it is. Water. It's just water now. I thought about maybe making it like whiskey. (laughs) Well, because it says into potable water, salt water, mildly corrosive acid base, blood, or any other non-toxic, non-damaging fluid with no other game effects. So it's whiskey. You're an optimist if you think whiskey's (laughs) non-damaging. It is to me. Oh. Uh, I I guess I don't need to climb the wall then. All right. It's weird because I... I, I, I will still do that. I'll no, just that's fine. bounce from wall wall to wall and over to the cabinet and pop it open. And uh, can I see what I need to see in there? You absolutely can. In fact, once it's open, everything, all of the, the containers inside are neatly labeled. There are several bottles of phenytyl that you're looking for. And there's also a whole bunch of other useful drugs. Oh, okay. There um, are... 16 tier one medicinals and four tier two medicinals, uh, as as I've listed here. Hmm. I uh, guess maybe these might be useful, especially these excitants. I mean, an anti-emetic might also be useful in certain situations. <laughs> Especially if I we can... come up something scarier than these two robots. That's fine. I can change it into whiskey again. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um. I guess we can collect all this stuff and yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Whoever whoever's jotting loot can freely jot or cut and paste. Yep. I'm doing that. Six bottles of something. All right. Um. Yep. All anything right. else in here that we should be perceiving? Uh. No. It looks like the rest of it. There are a lot of storage cabinets in here. But it's almost like some time ago, somebody came in and took everything of value. This is just the stuff. Uh, What's an excitant? Uh, That Um, is in the armory. I am checking that. (laughs) It seems exciting. Yeah. A stimulant or something. Stimulant, probably. Um, It'll take me a minute to find it here. Well, unless it has something to do with, like, it takes away your vision. X sight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Somebody already took those. All right. Turned them into grenades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it, it on page everything into grenades. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I see it on page one thirty-three of the armory. Three. 
Uh, for a number of hours equal to the medicinal's tier, so either one or two, you gain the medicinal tier to saving throws Better. to avoid becoming fatigued or exhausted, and you're immune to sleep effects. Ah. You, do take minus <laughs> two, you take a minus two penalty dexterity-based skill checks. Because you got the shakes. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to attempt fortitude save to avoid the effects of sleep deprivation. All right, yeah. That's a, that's a so stimulant. That's, oh, my goodness. That's, that's yep. an upper. Oh. Those are all truckers in, yep. in this space it place. It oh, makes yeah. you kind of jittery. So you've got space uppers in your uh, in your inventory <laughs> right. now, right? You've also Earth got antibiotics. An antibiotic settles your stomach, stopping the symptoms of illness or ameliorating your body's response to the environment. Hmm. Uh, nice. yeah, a bonus equal to your medicinals tier to saving throws to avoid becoming sickened or nauseated for 10 minutes. So, right. yeah. So we got some Dramamine there. And okay. uh, <laughs> we are going to nice. experience some very unusual circumstances. I guess up. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're currently suffering from one of these conditions and the effect allows you a saving throw to negate, uh, this allows you an immediate attempt to a new saving throw. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay, then. Alrighty. Time to head on back with the uh, you've got? Yep. Alrighty. So as, you, uh, as you're moving back down the hallway, out of the room, further down the hall, if you want to put yourselves roughly in this-ish area by the nurse's station... But not much further. Hello, nurse. I'd like to report a water spill. (laughs) A whiskey spill. (laughs) A whiskey spill. (laughs) There's a whiskey river down there. There's whiskey. Did not take me home, though. (laughs) All (laughs) right. So as you move back, suddenly the entire hospital is rocked with a massive explosion. That sends shockwaves through Where? the whole hall. I missed it. it. It's actually, yeah, I know. Oh my goodness, Jokashi. It's the entire uh, shaded circle here on the map. Wait, where? The whole, the whole easternmost end of the passageway collapses with a roar and a cloud of dust. Oh no! Oh, uh killed and nib and nib and no! what awful. Everybody make me a fortitude save. Oh, because we're going to I'll just tell you. Yeah, the DC is 15. If you fail, you are knocked prone. But don't make that save right now. Um, You don't need to make it right now. Too late. Okay, Mm -hmm. out of the... uh... Where's my... said don't. (laughs) That's okay. I'm going to wait. (laughs) <laughs> yep, I'm waiting as well. I did it just curious how it worked. Oh no! Look, Wait. it's a crazed cultist. No, it's it looks like the strongman at the at the circus. Nice emblem. You got that big hammer. It does look a little crazy. <laughs> oh, can you see that? Oh yeah. Yes. I yeah, showed no, it to it players, like... but I can't. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You're not a player. No. Wow. From. From out of the blast area, where it's just all fallen rubble and there's a lot of sort of dust in the air and smoke, you can see what vaguely look like three glowing shapes striding out of the area of the explosion. And they soon you soon see that they're actually glowing hammers 
being the, held in the hands of three manic-looking humans dressed in gold and white jumpsuits with red accents. Um, they raise those, their hammers those the high. Red accents? Yes. Okay. Raise their hammers high and prepare to attack, which we will deal with next time. Hey. Uh, that does not look anything like a jumpsuit. Just saying. <laughs> You've been listening to Intrepid Heroes on the No Direction Network. New episodes are published every other Friday. Please subscribe for notification of new episodes. <laughs>